It's Mornings with Kelly and Steve on Moody Radio. From the word to life. We're 97.9 WGNR-FM Anderson, Indianapolis. 91.7 WIWC Kokomo. 89.9 WHPL West Lafayette, Lafayette. 90.3 WFOF Covington, Danville. And 88.1 WMVL Mitchell, Bloomington. This brings up the point of the Savior returning for his church, and he has given us through a relationship with him a way back to the Father. And this is what we are originally created for, to be in relationship with the Lord, and it is through Jesus Christ. But there's a reason why the Son of Man had to come, isn't there? Yeah, that's right. You know, the whole story begins on the... A psalm, and we, we've talked about this before, I think maybe a couple of years ago, but the A psalm sort of begins, and, you know, he says, he, he says, Adonai Adonai, our Lord, our Lord, ma'adir shimcha bakoha aretz, how excellent is your name in all the earth, and he goes on and talks, of, uh, talks about the goodness of God, uh, and then he says, when I consider, in verses 4 and 5, when I consider uh, the, your heavens, the work of your fingers, the moon and the stars which you established. Ma'anosh, what is man that you are mindful of him and the son of man that you that you visit him? Uh, you've made him a little lower than, than God and crowned him with glory and majesty. I have to remember that God's intentions toward us are so fabulous. He's such a good God. He loves us. He created us in, in his image. And when God created us, uh, the creation of man was the was the was the last thing he created. It was the last part of creation. It was the capstone. Uh, and then he just said in in chapter two of Genesis, he said, "Just this is one tree, because there are some things you're not ready to know." And the verb to know means to know in, in an experiential way. It's more than just cognitive data. I mean, the the verb yada. And, and, you know, there are things you're not ready to know yet. And so God spent time with us every day in the garden. He was talking to Adam and Eve. And he was telling them about himself and telling them about, therefore, in by reflection, because we were created in the image of God, um, we, uh, we, he was telling us about ourselves. He was helping us establish our identity uh, and uh, just you're not ready to eat that fruit yet. The, you know, you're, you're not ready. Just this one thing, if you just remember, avoid this eat, eating from the fruit of this one tree. And then we come to the third chapter, the serpent, Hanachash, the serpent, the snake. I'm not sure it was actually a, 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 a snake, but, it, but there is a characterization. Maybe he was a snake. I, I, I don't know, but, uh, but there is a title used for him throughout the scriptures, the serpent, uh, the, the, the dragon. Um, and he was, he was shrewder than, than any animal of the field that Adonai Elohim, the Lord God, had made. And so he said, did God really say you must not eat from all the trees of the garden? And that's where things started. We began to question God. She, she said to the serpent, she, she, she quotes him, but then the serpent said, you most assuredly won't die, for God knows that when you eat of it, your eyes will be opened and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. And knowing again, remember, you will experience it, which means 
they've been experiencing good all the time they're in the garden. Yes. But now they're going to feel, they're going to experience what it is, all the dirt, all the sense of defilement. You know, um, and so she saw that the tree was was good for food, and that it was a thing of of, of lust for the eyes. That the tree was was desirable. In other words, this was the first sorcery. This was the first occurrence of of the of the the, the occult. And so she ate it, and their eyes were opened, and they they were defiled, and they went and hid from God, someone that they never felt they had to hide from. Before, they always felt trust, and now all of a sudden they were ashamed and they went and they hid They hid from, from God. Uh, and, uh, you know, the, the psalmist, the psalmist David, uh, says in, in, in the, the 51st chapter of, of, of the 51st Psalm, he said, Behold, I was born in iniquity, and in sin when my mother conceived me, he was not saying, that um that you know that that he that 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 the 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 act of conception was sin but that the but that there was something there was an innate rebellion and defiance in mankind nobody has to has to teach us to lie or to cheat or to steal I, isaiah uh well the the psalmist in chapter 14 says um, God looked down over the sons of men to see if there were any that did good, that sought after him, that there was none righteous. They've all departed. They've all become an unclean thing. And Isaiah, in the in the, the 64th chapter, says, all of our righteousnesses are as filthy rags, um, that we've been so contaminated that when we try to make up for it, we're in trouble. We just can't do the job. And so, you know, so the question becomes the solution. <laughs> and uh, it's so, so God is so good. He is so good that he, he doesn't just define the problem. And so, sometimes I find myself, when, you know, when, when I preach and teach, I, 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 talk, I talk about sin and teach people about the, about the problem. And sometimes I wonder if I talk enough about God's solution. He's so good. He's so redemptive, you know, that, that when, when judgment was sent on the earth in the days of Noah with the flood, God, pre- God created an ark, and the door was open to the last moment. And then, and then, when, then there was a time when nobody came, nobody responded. You know, God had told Noah and his family to go inside the ark, and then God shut the door. But he kept the door open all that time. And I was thinking, often thought, how many people might have, could have, if they would have just said, my goodness, um, n- n- we've known Noah all these years. We've never known him to really be crazy. Why in the world am I making these assumptions? Yeah. And could, 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 could have gone in, you know? But uh, the good news is God has a solution. And in the 15th verse, God says, I will put, he, said, he says it in the form of, of a statement to, 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 to the, the serpent, to the dragon. He said, I will put animosity between you and Ha'isha, the, 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 the woman. He's not talking about Eve. He's talking about, he's talking about uh, Miriam or Mary. 
uh, it, it, is, it is the first re- reference to the to the virgin birth, uh, um, and he says uh, between your seed and her seed, this one is going to come from 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 the from the seed of this person you have corrupted, you have you 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 have tempted, you have defiled. It says uh, he he's going to crush your 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 head by your crushing his heel. In other words, Messiah is going to come and to suffer. And in the 103rd Psalm, um, God says, and I I know I'm moving, I know I I time short, so I'm trying to move through, so please forgive me here. But he he says here, um, in in this this great Psalm, um, he says, the Lord executes justice. We often think of justice as God, God just God pouring down judgments and 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 punishments for a sin. But actually, Mishpat, the the judgments of God are actually you know when when Israel got in, into trouble, when my forefathers got in, into trouble, we would sin against the Lord and rebel against Him, and God would raise up a judge, and the coming of the judge was a good thing. Um, and when God when God executes His judgments, all it means is that He's acting in a way that is consistent with His nature and His character. And sometimes, very often, the judgments of God are pouring out of mercy and compassion, because that's the character and that's that's the, the nature of God. And in verse ten, He says, "He has not treated us according to our sins, or repaid us according to our guilts." For as high as the heavens are above the earth, so great is his mercy. <laughs> so as, think of that. I can't get. We. I can't get to. Uh, I can't get to the to the end of the skies. You know, I can't get there. But as high as the heavens are above the earth, so great is his mercy for those who fear him. As far as the east is from the west, in space the east and west never meet. But so far has he removed Peshainu, our rebellions. Pesha is the strongest word for sin in the Bible. Mm. Uh, and and uh, there were no sacrifices for those sins under the law of Moses. What that word means is I'm, it's an ultimate defiance. I'm shaking my fist in God's face, saying, I know what's right, I know what's wrong, and I'm purposely choosing to reject the right and do the wrong. And, and again, there were no sacrifices, but the sacrifices for those, but God said he'd made a way, and that way is the 53rd chapter of Isaiah. I'm going to kind of sum up with this. And he says, uh, he, he, he says, who has believed our report, and to whom has the arm of Adonai, or the Lord, been revealed? For he grew up before him like a tender plant, like a root out of, out of dry ground. When, when he refers to a root out of dry ground, he's referring to the area of the Dead Sea, uh, where if you look out from a high place, if you just look out o- o- over the landscape, it looks like there are places where there isn't anything growing. But there are these roots that only require little amounts of water to flourish. They barely, re- but they they blend into the into the ground so that if, unless you know what to look for, you won't see them. And so God gave us God gave us messianic prophecies so that when we so that if we knew those, we know his provision of the Messiah. And in the fifth verse, he says he's referring to the to the suffering servant, the Messiah. This is the last of the four servant songs of Isaiah that talked about the Messiah who would come and suffer. 
that seed of uh, uh, that seed that was referred to in Genesis three fifteen. He will be wounded, He will be wounded. In other words, he's going to be he's going to be punished. He's going to take the bullet for those sins for which there were no sacrifices under the Mosaic law. Uh, he will be wounded, He'll be crushed for our guilt. The punishment that will lead to our shalom. We lost shalom in the garden, and God says Messiah is coming, is going to bring it back. It's going to get, get, give it back to us. Uh, and so that's why that's why uh, the Messiah said, I'm going and preparing a place for you, and if I go and prepare a place for you, I'll come again and receive you to myself for where I am. There you may be also in the garden. We lost that place. We lost that future. Uh, uh, Jeremiah chapter 29 says, uh, I know the plans that I have for you for shalom and not for ra'ah, for well-being, for peace, and not for, e- not, and not for evil, to give you a future, an acharit, and a tikva, a hope. And, and, uh, and God brought that back to us through sending the Messiah, even though all we like sheep have gone astray and turned everyone to his own way. And the Lord has laid on him the servant, Yeshua HaMashiach, is the one this is about. Jesus the Messiah, um, and, and, and all we like sheep have gone astray, and the Lord has laid on him the guiltiness of us all. And verse 11 says, and I'll, I'll close up with this and turn it back to you, um, he will look at the suffering of his soul and be satisfied. That means all, all of the demands of the justice of God are fully satisfied by what he did. There is nothing else for us to add to what he did. And so even though we blew it in the garden, even though we, 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 we shook our fist in God's face and we've been doing it ever since, nobody had to teach me to lie, cheat, steal, all those things. But, but God would see what Messiah did and say, the demands of the court are completely satisfied. Yeah. From now on, you stand before this court not guilty. Well, and I think of that grace and the illustration to go back to what you said where God himself closed the door of the ark, but yet he had remained, the door remained open for a period of time. And there was a way. He was making a way. God offered that grace and made a way back to him. But if after a while, and this is what happens in our life too, if after a while, we don't receive that grace. We don't take him up on what he is offering. He will close that door. We will be left to the consequence of our sins and our actions. He is a loving but just God, and we have to take that action. And to think, just as you said, how many could have been saved? How many people, yeah. if they would have chosen to walk up that gangway and into that ark, could have found the security and the safety of the Lord, along with Noah and his family, and those creatures that he had saved, that he loved, that he had a plan for to repopulate the earth, and how many people did not take that. But that's such a symbolic illustration of our life today, and that requires humility, it requires submission, and it requires repentance, and an acceptance of that grace. But so often, so many of us feel like we aren't worthy of that. Um, And that shame, that is from the enemy. And it's just 
painstaking to think of the grace that God extends to us and for the people who today even turn away from the invitation of a relationship with the Messiah himself who God sent it's it's almost overwhelming to think of how large this is and the complexity, but yet it is so simple, isn't and it? You, 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 you know, yeah, you, you know, uh, most of my life, when I have thought about and read read the story of Noah and the ark, um, I always assumed that Noah took 120 years to build the ark, and I think most of us presume that because God said. Um, you know, my spirit will not always strive with man, but his days will be 120 years. Uh, I don't know that it took all, all, all took all of that time to build build the ark. And I'm I'm not sure, and I'm kind of reading between the lines here, which isn't always a wise thing to do. But um, but I'm thinking he may have the ark may have been finished long before that, but the door was open all that time. Yeah, you know, and that and and even as the door is open now. You know, the Messiah said, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. Yes. If any man will hear and open the door, I will come in and, 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 and feast with him and he with me. So, It is such a profound statement when you think of that and the gift that the Lord has given in the Savior. And Jeff, I, I would love for you to pray us out. We're going to go over to Randy Allis in just a, a second here, but would you pray us out for those who do not know yet the love of Christ, that they would come to find a relationship uh, and walk through that open door with that and, and enter into a relationship with Yeshua HaMashiach. Yeah, sure. But God, we know, Father, there are people who are saying, Lord, this is so good, but Lord, my sins have been so bad. Can it, can it possibly include me? And Lord God, I pray, Father, God, your word says, whosoever will call upon the name of Adonai will be saved. Thank you, Lord, that you've got a rescue plan better than that of the Red Cross. And we pray, Lord God, in the name of Yeshua, that you would speak to people if they have not taken that step. Let them know that they can be clean, be free, and have a future forever with you. If they just cry out to you and just say, Yeshua, I acknowledge your your atonement, your sacrifice, you're pouring out, you're, you're laying down your life and pouring out your blood on my behalf. I receive it. Put the play, place the atonement. Put the atonement of of your death, of your of your burial, your resurrection over my sin in my life, and make me clean, and and take me, take over the government of my life. And Lord God, I cry and I ask you to do that to me now, and you will. Thank you, Lord. Speak to people. Let them know, Father, that your love is for them, for each of them. Oh God, today, right now, in Yeshua's name, we pray. Amen. It's Mornings with Kelly and Steve on Moody Radio. From the Word to Life. We're 97.9 WGNR-FM Anderson, Indianapolis. 91.7 WIWC Kokomo. 89.9 WHPL West Lafayette, Lafayette. 90.3 WFOF Covington, Danville. And 88.1 WMVL Mitchell, Bloomington.